Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. You're listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard and the Emperor's Court, powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me, back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude, it's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids, you're going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor of Clanville Garden. Well, it's been an interesting day in sports, being that the huge sports fan that I am. Sorry if my microphone, uh, let's keep jumping around. We're uh, testing out some new equipment uh, today. So if there's any kind of glitches or any kind of errors or things that uh, normally don't appear, that's the reason why. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I am the Emperor of Clanville Garden coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio. This evening, our congratulations to Phil Mickelson, big lefty, won the Masters today, earlier this afternoon, a couple hours ago, as a matter of fact. I'm a little bummed out and disappointed, because one, not because I'm doing the show, but because I don't have digital cable, so I'm not able to see that uh, special they have on the Gospel of Judas that has recently been uncovered, and National Geographic is doing a big special on it, unfortunately. No, it's not a, it, it's, it, what? It, it's not a new microphone. No. Mike Noob? Noob? At any rate, so a couple things going on tonight. Also, I know people have been bugging me about my damn ad lib, but I'm going to be glad I didn't go ahead and record it. Uh, er, can anybody hear, hear me? People in the IRC saying they can't hear me, or at least Lennon can't. Okay, Mechahawk can, Rugga Hell, okay, apparently Lennon is just a retard, and on top of being a communist, he's also a moron. Who knew? Now, what do you expect from somebody who plays Alliance? Or, oh, wait, no, he is, he is Horde figures. What do you expect? Comes from somebody playing Horde. At any rate. A couple things tonight I want to get off my chest. Things, some things I want to go into head and scuffs. Uh, one is we have an update by, on Star Force. If anybody listened to the show a couple weeks ago, uh, you remember the rant I had. Oh, Emperor had a rant? Imagine that. Uh, about Star Force, the copyright protection company uh, that does copyright for software and games. Apparently there's been a development with them. Uh, thanks to Idiotech for going ahead and showing me at uh, Ausgamers dot com, a site for Australians. <clears throat> there you go. So I will be going into that. Also, World of Warcraft continues to have big problems, and actually I reactivated my account for a uh, month. Uh, well, not a month, actually, for two weeks. Okay, actually it is a month, and there's a reason why. I'll, I'll get around to this uh, a little later on, and I have uh, I've actually done the first half, the first part of this chain of the casual upgrade quests. So, mm, also, I played a new interesting modification for Warcraft 3, which I'm hoping to incorporate into our uh, forum group. 
And we'll get to that a little later on, too. We just want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors, HarborBlueGroup.com. For all your e-commerce needs, definitely check it out, HarborBlueGroup.com. Also, a reminder to our listeners and our form users and our uh, our website goers at OneYearBorn.com, starting this week, we're going to be having special client events on certain nights. For instance, actually, i got to go ahead and run this down and get to the uh, website here. I've got them listed. We're going to be doing three clan nights that are open up to the entire public. Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard is going to be Empire at War Night. So you are all welcome to come out and join us for that. Um, on Thursdays at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, we'll be doing DOTA for Warcraft 3, uh, The Frozen Throne. If you are interested, meet us in Channel 1G on U.S. East. By the way, for those of you interested in playing EAW with us, Empire at War, that's Star Wars Empire at War, you can add me, the Emperor, bracket 1G bracket, or join us in the one verse one room, chat room. That's where we tend to hang out and we'll start the games. And on Saturday evenings, we'll be playing Counter-Strike Source uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard as well. If you're interested in getting in on that, you can either uh, post your name, your um, Steam name, on the forums at onejuraborn.com, or you can uh, list your X-Fire name, and we'll try and get everybody in on the same server. We'll probably... Okay. We'll probably be opening up the um, our Ventrilo channel as well to the public so we can all communicate as we're going on. Schizophrenic would like me to know that he's having a fancy steak while I'm doing my show. Well, Skits, my microwave's broken, and the cardboard pizza that I had bought sucked, so... Look, Miriam wasn't home in time to cook, so it fell on me, and I dropped the ball. I admit it. I suck when it comes to cooking. But I can make steak. I can make a mean steak, actually, as it happens. And a decent burger, too. I'm pretty good at grilling, at barbecuing, but uh, not so much as anything else unless it's a microwave. I like my steak with, you know, medium. You know, not too pink, not too red, but I don't know what the hell steak has to do with gaming. It doesn't. But uh, people who have been bugging me about my damn ad lib that I didn't wasn't able to do Thursday, that's all right, since it was an oddball night and it's not like any of you were around to hear it, you'll be glad that I didn't because I went to the Indians game yesterday afternoon and there's a story about me and Highlander and that'll get on the ad lib or maybe if I'm feeling in the mood uh, later tonight. So there you have it. Again, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, Empire at War Night. You are welcome and expected to join us, all clan members and four members within the sound of my voice. Mechahawk, this includes you. Also, dun, 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 dun. Thursday night, uh, we'll be doing DOTA for Warcraft 3 as well as this new mod. I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. Actually, we'll start with a positive note for a change. As well as on Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, uh, we'll be doing uh, Counter-Strike Source. Desperados and Victa, I know this will be, uh, you know, you'll be licking your chops. I know Desperado was on there earlier last night because he thought we were starting this week, and he was all pissed off because he went like 21-0 and 0 until he double-headshotted the, one of the admins through the uh, door and got banned, so... <clears throat> the 1G Culinary School. There you go. If it's not bleeding, I'm not going to eat it. You know, if it's extra rare, that means they could put it, a good vet can put it back on his feet. Yep. <laughs> Alright, starting off on a positive note tonight. Warcraft 3! I've, I, I'm not big into Warcraft 3 anymore. Obviously, as you know, I haven't listened to the show. I don't play it anymore, and most of our climbers do not other than the occasional mod or tournament or what have you. But uh, Incarnadine, one of the founders, actually got me recently involved in DOTA. And I think I mentioned that in a previous show. And it's fun. In doses for me. I'm not... I'm very mediocre at it. I'm still learning the way the game's played. Now, one of the problems is, for me, is learning what items are good, how much they cost, and having to buy the friggin' prerequisites. I wish I just had a, a, a set cost. 
rather than having to flip around to the five shops that are surrounding each other to find out which one is the one I want. Ah, oh, Miller time. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's a code red, but eh. We can pretend it's beer. Can't drink on the air. The FCC doesn't like that. We don't have to pay attention to the FCC? Then why'd you bring me a code red? What do you mean I don't drink? Since when? Oh, good point. Since always. At any rate, um, so DOT is actually kind of fun, but I got introduced to a new modification uh, this week. Risk Revolution. A gentleman by the name of, I think it's like Mr. Peacemaker, I think is the guy's name, actually designed Risk in Warcraft 3. 144 bases and countries for uh, uh, northern, western, eastern Europe, Russia, northern Africa, uh, Ireland, England, and it's up to 12 players. It's great. It is a lot of fun. To me, I find it addicting. You can do uh, free-for-all alliances or teams. Now, free-for-all is basically as it says. You can build... You've got ports. You can build warships. So if you want to hit giant naval battles, a la Warcraft 2, you can do that. That has actually been kind of fun. One of the things I like to do is I don't know if you ever played the old Risk game, the old Risk board game, the war game. And everybody knows the strategy where you take Australia and you just keep building up your army and building up your army and building up your army and you put it in, like, northeastern Australia, whatever the hell that province is. And that's the only one you have to defend because nobody else can get to you. Unlike Castle Risk, you don't have a navy. So in Risk, you just keep building up there until you have an ungodly horde, then you go, you know, rampaging through uh, Southeast Asia. That's kind of cool. All right? But the same doesn't necessarily apply in, in this Warcraft 3 version. That's all real-time. It's on an epic scale. We're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of units. Micro pretty much goes right out the window. But you've got uh, ports. You can build the warships, like I said. And one of the strategies I like to do is I, uh, I a couple times I got a uh, one of my ports, one of my bases started in either England or Ireland. And I would, I would decide that I was going to build my troops because you get paid every two minutes. You get X amount of money based on how many... You know, bases you control, how many countries you control, that type of thing. You get a set number of reinforcements, like bonus troops, if you cover, you know, if you have a uh, a base, or I'm sorry, if you have a uh, if you have one of the countries. So what I do is I like I have a port, so you can build marines at the port, in addition to warships. You can build marines, marine majors, marine generals, and upgrades, that kind of thing. I think Arthros or Arthras rather is like a marine general. Anyway, so I pump out like four or five marines, and I just take Ireland, and there's like three bases. So once I capture Ireland, I get two bonus troops every round. So I build a transport, build some more, then I invade England. And most of the time, people are fighting for Germany or France. Somebody's trying to get Spain. There's one guy trying to get Scandinavia. Everybody kind of carves out their own niche. So I take Greenland, Ireland, and England. And I sit there like a lump. Now, it's not necessarily a good way to, to win the game because it doesn't always work for the people taking France or Germany or Italy or what have you. I mean, they get a lot more bonus troops and they get a lot more money than you do. I mean, the game is won or lost in the first 10 minutes. So you can pretty much guarantee this game's going to come down to two or three players. That That's just how it is. So, uh, and I was playing and, and our Carnage and I asked me the one time because I kept on building warships. He's like, what the hell are you doing? I said, well, if I'm going to play England, I'm going to play it right. So I just choked the, the uh, North Sea and the English Channel full of warships, and I just bombarded anything that came on land. So it took them actually about 20 minutes to make up enough warships to, because there's three grades of battleships you can make. Small, medium, and big. So they floated all these battleships, and we had the gigantic naval battles. Great. 
and uh, I repelled their invasion, which was kind of cool. I, I destroyed their invasion on the beaches. So I took my transports, and I had a bunch, and I, I went south in, uh, in this Warcraft 3 version of Risk, and I landed on the, uh, the beaches of uh, France. The problem is, the guy who did this apparently doesn't know geography too, too well, because he forgot there are beaches in northern France at Normandy. Mm-hmm. So, pff, I had to land in Brittany. So I landed, like, 50 troops. And I, I just went tearing through France, because he's fighting over in, in Italy. So one of the things you can get... Uh, uh, the old the Marines that you get from the ports are old-fashioned StarCraft Marines. Now, I, I'm not too into modding, at least Warcraft 3. I wasn't aware that they were in the game, but they are. So I'm pumping all these, these Marines as soon as I take the port. And majority of your troops take the form of the riflemen. Almost all the units are human. Um, and then you have different kinds of tanks. You can get, uh, I think, the the Undead Catapult is actually a tank. And there's another weird tank I've ever seen before, which must be just open to like the one player in the mod community. And then your best tank's the, the Dwarven Steam tank that we're all aware of, the Siege tank. So I'm building tanks, and I'm building majors, which are, uh, um, they take the form of knights. And they've got frenzy, they've got built-in different spells, and you've got generals. And So I go rampaging through France, and I take Spain, and I'm just doing great. And Encarnadine's like, yeah, you might want to look at Ireland and England. So I look back, and I and almost instantly, because the, the map is so far away. I mean, your units are almost miniaturized because the map is so big. It's just huge. And I lost Ireland and England. Lost my entire power base, and I got cut off. Anyways, this guy made an alliance, because you can make alliances on the fly, and then you can break them as soon as you attack your, your ally. This guy made an alliance on the, on the fly with the guy he was fighting, turns his army around, marches out of northern Italy, and just steamrolls me. We played about three hours straight of this game. It was just very addicting. It's called Risk Revolution. Highly recommended for anybody who likes the board game. Faster paced, really bloody with a lot of action. That's this. And trying to fight through Europe is actually kind of fun. Uh, in a way, because they, they've got he uses trees instead of mountains. So if you try to get in like Switzerland, it's like two little bases surrounded by trees. So it's only one way in and one way out. So you just get massacred trying to fight your way through. It's like hedgerows in like World War II. It's really cool and really fun. I enjoy that more than I like DOTA. Maybe because I like the grand scale war game feel, and because I'm still you know pretty much clueless when it comes to DOTA. But definitely, definitely worth it. If the DOTA doesn't fly on Thursday night which is what we have set uh, Thursday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard. You're all welcome to join us. Channel 1G on U.S. East. We'll try and get a game of Risk going. So I, at least one game, just to have you guys all try it out. I tell you what, it's fun enough that I may actually shoutcast that thing. If we get enough players and, you know, you guys don't suck, we might just do that. Vive less Russia. All right, your first word's Spanish, your second word... I'm sorry, yeah, your first word's Spanish, your second word's French, and then Russia. The worst thing to hear while playing Risk, you each lose one. It's just depressing. I, I don't get that, Skits. Viva Carvo? I don't know. There's way too much Spanish going on. Don't you people be running for the border? You know, with the litigation going on. I love litigation. Immigration and the litigator. Lit, you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the right word, but you know what I'm talking about. At any rate, so I, that's, I'm not a big mod guy. I believe the game should be played the way it is, and the content patches should come from the developers, not the community. That's just me. But I really enjoy this mod, this this Risk mod, and I, I'm going to try it out. I guess there's also one for America, 
There's one for Canada. I'm not sure why Canada has one, since they only have like two cities to begin with, but apparently they do. So their own small versions of it. I like to see. I can't imagine what the full, the full world would look like, like the old Risk uh, game. No, it's not litigation. It's uh, not immigration, you idiot. Talk about the, when you put up a bill to, you know, be voted on. What is it, what's it called? Somebody help me out here. I'm just going to go nuts until I figure this out. It's right on the tip of my tongue, too. I'm not going to ask him. Oh, it's tequila. I'm sorry. Yeah, Baron would know about tequila. I don't know if Baron will be making an appearance tonight or not. It's not a bill... It sounds like Gation, but it's a bill. Yes, a Canadian version of law. I'm going to shoot you, Mecca. Yes, it's a Canadian version of Risk. It's just all Canada. I, I don't know. I, I guess the games, that one and the USA version aren't particularly good, but they're there. All right, update. The new server Yasera has just died. All right, let's go to World of Warcraft real quick. This has to be done. It's not segregate. I'm going to stop. Ugh! You know what? And I wonder why my blood pressure is so... I don't have high blood pressure. But if I did have high blood pressure, it's because of you people. It's not litigation. It's not literature. It's not mitigation. It's not... Look, the bill before the Senate about immigration. There you go. All right. This has to be said. Now, recently, I started playing World of Warcraft again, and here's why. I gave the account, and I mean gave, because I did, um, to... Uh, Mystic Mim's brother to play for a month, a couple months, because I'm not using the account anymore. And he's always wanted to get into it, so he's been playing it, and then he's gone, apparently he's gone for two weeks to do whatever the hell he's doing. So the account's just going to sit there for the next two weeks. Ooh, Mac Theridan's down. Speaking of which, speak of the devil. Uh, okay. So, um, people from Mac Theridan are chiming in, saying that our server's down. Yes! So... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, okay, before I start into my monologue here about World of Warcraft, I got a, uh, two nasty emails who apparently took offense to me saying that Blizzard's IT department is probably very sketchy and probably making a run for the border because of the recent immigration problems and the fact that Congress is making a move on it. And they're afraid of losing their jobs. So Blizzard right now is understaffed because half their workforce just disappeared. Okay. My apologies for you people who are legal immigrants or are born here and happen to be of Hispanic or Mexican descent. My apologies for pissing you off. I'm sure I didn't mean to offend you while you were grabbing your Mexican flag, headed down to your local American city to protest, chucking people out who are here illegally. Darn them for breaking the law and damn me for mentioning it. There you have it. There's the apology you wanted, fuckos. Get on the digit and spin. All right, that being said, back to it. Anyway, so I recently started playing World of Warcraft again because it's just going to sit fallow for two weeks. It's still technically my account. I just given it to him to play. You know, Blizzard might as well get $15 out of one of us. So I went through the first uh, nine, I think it's nine pieces of the first, uh, the casual quest chain. And you heard me screaming about this last week, and it's a good thing too because I actually went through it. And I forced myself to complete it. I have two things to say about it. One positive, one negative. Let's start with the positive first. I was very intrigued by, by the, the, uh, the single-player aspect of this. 
the first uh, eight or nine quests can all be done solo. You don't need anybody else. I mean, it obviously helps on a couple of them, but I did them all myself, and they were they were interesting, they were challenging, they were different, involved a great deal of travel, which I didn't mind. Um, I got beat up quite a bit because I'm a mage, so I had a high repair belt, but again, I don't mind. If I'm having fun, that's cool. I know I, I don't mind the the, the uh, amount of money I spend on that because it's minimal when you come right down to it. All right, what I do mind is the insane amount of gold and the farming it took to get the gold to pay for the quest chain. In the first eight pieces of the quest chain, not including travel, not including uh, repair bills, not including uh, the time I took to go ahead and farm for some of the stuff to make the money, it cost me 281 gold to get two blue upgrades and what I guess could be called a purple upgrade. And this is where it goes into the negative. The quests were very interesting, fun, and challenging. The price that has been forced on casual players to pay for these slight upgrades, and I do mean slight, at least in the case of uh, the mage, is abysmal, it's pathetic, and I would recommend not wasting your time. Take it from one who knows and who has done it. And that's not that's just getting it to um, uh, getting to the second part of it, because that's just for your uh, hands, your bracers, or your gloves, your bracers, and your belt. Get this. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up right now. The the quest chain, and it's got it listed out as to what you have to do prior. I mean, after this, following this. So two hundred eighty dollars or two hundred eighty gold is what I ended up spending. All right, that's not including Goblin Rocket Fuel, which I didn't have to spend myself. I was able to make it myself. I still had to go and do it all, but that's just you know, that's fine. I don't mind killing pirates for their volatile rum. What aggravates me is the items that we got, at least for a mage, are pathetic. It's actually, if you do the math, I think it's like six or seven intelligence points less. It's about ten spirit more combined. I'm talking for the first three pieces. And maybe, I think, six extra stamina. Oh, but hey, I do get an extra, I think, 21 damage if I'm wearing all three pieces. Now, mind you, if I go ahead and throw on my gloves... My blood silk gloves for being a blood guard. I get 23 damage to begin with. So 23, I get an additional 21 for having two pieces of the set. And I do get an extra 285 damage to my mana shield. That's me. That's what I got. Z-Money says he disenchanted some of his tier 1 just to get the money to get a chance at the only good relic for a druid, which is at the end of the um, tier 5 or tier point five uh, quest chain. It was shit. That's what it comes down to. And I started looking at... I think the boots are the only actual upgrade over the Magister stuff that I've got coming to me. The rest of it, I, I looked at it, I don't even want to do it. But let's assume that I did. For the next stage, which is the legs, the shoulders, and the boots. Alright, you have to... You get this um, this extra-dimensional whatever the hell it is. And you have to go to Stratholme. And you have to use it. And it shows a ghost. And you talk to the ghost. And the ghost gives you a quest to go in. And you have to beat the Baron within 45 minutes. Alright? If you do the Baron's 45 minutes, then you have to go back and you have to talk to this ghost again. For the next stage of the quest, you have to turn in three dark iron bars, three moon cloth, 20 enchanted leather, and four cured rugged, rugged hide. All right? Again, a little pricey. Really pricey for the dark iron moon bars. You figure the moon cloth probably running about 12 gold apiece. I'm going based on Mag 3rd and price. Could be different on yours. After this, then you have to go to Dire Mall and you have to talk to an elf in the library. So you have to fight your way in. The next part is... You have to kill a bunch of ogres in Dalmar North, Dire Mall North, or Lower Black Rock Spire. You need to get 25 beads total to complete the quest. As best as anybody can take 
can you know determine. It's about a 20% drop rate in Dire Mall North. I don't. I think it's like maybe 15% at LBRS. So if you're if and you have to do obviously in a five band quest, all right. If you're the only one doing the quest, it'll probably take you two or three attempts, two or three complete runs. If you've got somebody else in your group that's doing it, God help you. Following that, then you have to go and get these materials. Four dark runes, eight brilliant shards, and one jeering specter's essence. Apparently it's a random drop in the uh, Ghost of and Dire Mall West. All right, the four dark runes right now, at least on Mac 3rd, are running 15 gold apiece. Large brilliant shards run you about 12. You need four and eight respectively. So now you're well over 200 gold again. Yeah, good for you. Tiroth's got dark iron uh, stuff. Well, if I ever decide to go, you know, and do the next three parts, and I'm not going to, and this is assuming you already have your quest, your pieces for your set to begin with. All right, once you've got all that, all right, then you have to go on to the next quest. And it's called, uh, you have to kill Feldren's army and retrieve the top piece of a necklace uh, in uh, um, Black Rock Depths. So you have to go in there and you have to clear out that giant-ass arena, that huge room, kill all of them, and you have to do it within a certain amount of time. All right? And you can't wipe, because if you wipe, then the whole thing the whole thing is shot. So you have to go back and start over from scratch. All right? There's a ton of st- there's a ton of shit you have to go in. The entire description, I've actually found a description by somebody that gave, uh, gave it out for people to know. It's just way too much to go into. Assume that it's going to take you at least one, maybe two runs at Black Rock Depths to do this. And that's if your group doesn't suck. All right? The next part is the uh, the next chain is requires you to go. You have to go to the Black Rock Mountain and you have to talk to a ghost with that stupid revealer that they gave you originally. All right, yeah, it's just right outside of uh, Black Rock Spire entrance and you have to. Uh, he's a, he looks like a gnome. He's wearing a magister set. Then you have the Three Kings of the Flame quest, and this requires you to kill uh, Incendius, Embersier, and Cinders, and you have to get a Hallowed Brazier. Now, the only way to get a Hallowed Brazier is if you are honored or better with Argent Dawn faction. Luckily, I happen to be honored, so uh, lucky for me. I went to buy it just to find out how much it was. Lo and behold, it's 120 gold. 120 gold. That's right. Then you have to go to Black Rock Depths. Then you have to go to Upper Black Rock Spire. Then you have to go to Syphilis to kill the Duke. Now you tell me, does that sound like a casual friendly, casual friendly chain quest or quest of chains, whatever? For upgrades that suck, and you're not done there. You've got there's more that goes on. This goes on for like five or six more quests. And it gets progressively harder each and every time. Look, I wouldn't mind doing this. In fact, I'd probably enjoy it. Except for the fact that the gear that they're giving you isn't even worth it. Wait, 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 wait. What's that, Rug? You have to get exalted for what? Anyways, by the time you're all done, and I've done the basic math... Assuming you go by Mac Thirden prices, which by and large, uh, I mean that's the only thing I can go on. But by and large, I think it's pretty fair. I mean, obviously prices have gone up since the quest chain went in. You're looking at about right around 500 gold for the second part of the chain. And that's again assuming you are you are with Argent Dawn and you are already honored. If you are not, I don't know how much questing and how much grinding you've got to do to get that far. And when you do, it costs you 120 gold to buy it. 
tell me this is exactly what the, the casuals wanted. Somebody grow a pair of balls and have and just come out and said yes. You have to be revered for what? Argent Dawn? No, you have to be honored. I'm not revered. I'm honored. Oh, that's, I'm glad that you're exalted with. Okay, now I get you. I understand. You can buy it if you're if you're honored or better. Okay. Nowhere did the casuals or even close to casuals ever ask for items like this. And I don't know what bullshit that Caden was trying to shovel to the to the masses, saying that while well, even the raiders may find a couple pieces to their liking, no, they don't. No, they don't. No raider is going to find any piece of this better than the stuff that they get. Look, it's a lot easier, a far far easier, both in time. Both in management, if you were to simply join a 40-man raiding party, go through Molten Core once or twice and get the two epics or three epics or whatever epics you get out of it, it's a lot easier. It'll cost you a lot less in gold, a lot less in time, and there'll be shitloads better than what you're getting from this. This is a slap in the face, and thank God I didn't have to pay for this month. Now, my brother-in-law, to be, isn't going to care, because he's going around, he likes he just to kill alliance. To him, that's the cool thing to do. He may tool around on my uh, my uh, level 40 hunter and do some quests. That's up to him. Okay? But I can't understand why anybody would believe that this is exactly what they wanted. That some that somehow this is going to make the casual versus raider issue die, at least for a while. And the river of flame that was the board kept on saying this. Nope, nope. Now it's all gone. Being banned, being deleted, people being threatened, and they just they they stopped. All the people that just reactivated their accounts after going through the first part of the quest chain, assuming again that they had all their tier zero pieces, because that's what you need. And I don't even know what to do to get the chest and the boots or the uh, chest and the crown, which I have neither of Magisters. I've got stuff that's even better than that. The only thing I do like about the tier five tier point five stuff is it gives you plus eight to all resistance. Plus eight resistance to all schools of magic. Uh, that's nice. That'd be great, especially if I'm doing molten core. But then again, if I'm doing molten core, I'm probably not doing the casual chain quests or quest chains, whatever. I, I, it, it's irrelevant. I'm, I'm extremely disappointed that this was the answer that they came up with. Tiggle can go and do, you know, an interview with the New York Times about catering the game to the raider, raiders to the Raider player and how they're going to continue to focus Blizzard's attention. That is the philosophy that their gameplay is going to take in the future. His quote, not mine. But this is the bone they throw to over 90% of your player base, which is casual, and expect them to be happy with this? Look, I'm not asking for stuff that you can do in a day or a week. I'm, you know what? I'd be even fine with doing the quests the way they are. I mean, that of course means trying to find a pickup group that you know doesn't suck, which is a crapshoot at best. If the items were worth the cost, and they're not, they're not even remotely close. I've heard some warlocks like the, their their setup versus you know the stuff that they've got. That it is something of an upgrade. But again, when asked, is it enough for the cost, enough for the trouble? No, it's not. The 
the other bitch I had, and it's something that really Mag Third had never really had an issue with, but really has in late, is the connectivity of the game has just been atrocious. Our auction house has been down, uh, was it? You guys can back me up on this, you guys still playing on Mags. What, three or four times in the last seven days? Speak American, boy. Speak American, boy. And that's what I'm not fighting to get through the authentication server. Apparently, on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday, their authentication server died. And then, now, then after that, on Friday, it hiccuped again. Then last night, they said that their they had some kind of hiccup with their ISP provider. Now that's been done. They had a bunch of select... They had realm transfers. Now those have been canceled to a couple of them because of connectivity issues. And, of course, if you have not heard, the Playerverse Environment Realms are being allowed to transfer onto brand new Playerverse Player Realms. Now, while you may say, What Emperor? Who cares? They're brand new. Really? Tell me, what's going to happen when Joe Schmo goes to the new server listings to go ahead and make his new character on one of these new servers? and realizes that the world is populated by level 60s who are able to level and gear without ever having to fight anybody or been ganked or been harassed. All of a sudden, to be ganked and harassed by said level 60s. Tell me how that's fair. This goes in the exact opposite direction of Blizzard's philosophy when this issue came up last time, three or four months ago. Z-Money is saying the only thing they are doing is forcing more casuals to resort to buying gold just to do the stupid quests. No, what they're doing is they're forcing people to go ahead and start grinding for the money. To get farming for the money, because that takes time to do. And then it takes more time to do the quests and spend the money. And then they have to go and do and make sure they have reputation with different factions to get different items, which cost more money, which requires more farming. And before you know it, you're busting your ass and playing more than you realize to get items that suck. But hey, four of them are colored purple. I don't know about you, but that to me makes it all the better. I wouldn't want to have blue items that... Actually, I, I, I would rather have the blue, some of the blue items than, than the purple ones, to be honest. And I, that's why I stopped where I did. I'm not going to be going and finishing up that you know particular part of the quest chain. I just don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't feel the need to play it. It's ridiculous the way it is. Anyways, yeah, Kong's saying he picked up Oblivion and is liking it. You know, I have not talked to anybody who has disliked Oblivion. Now, there's something interesting. I actually saw this on Penny Arcade the other day, and I looked into it. I was I had never heard of this. And apparently, they're one of the first persons to do it, and I wonder if it's going to become the thing to do. Um, for them, give Nexus. Hey, oh, that's a good point. See, when he says for them, give ne give some Nexus crystals. Yeah, that's you want to disenchant them. That's got I, that's a good point, I suppose. But uh, apparently what Oblivion's company is doing is they're actually selling um, content and patches you can buy uh, for a fee, download them to your computer, and then install them into the one-player game. I guess there's a special horse that you can buy, and there's going to be some uh, opening up of lands and dungeons that you can buy and put it in there. Okay, apparently my... I don't know why that... My mic volume just went through the roof. I My apologies if I just... Deafened everybody listening to me. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't know exactly uh, how the hell that, that happened, but uh, it's new hardware. I'm working with it here, folks. So it's a test run. I didn't have a chance to do it prior. Believe it or not, I do have things and, and responsibilities outside of the show. That may come to shock some of you. But I think it's interesting that Oblivion's doing this. And the question is, tonight, I guess we're going to discuss um, in the remaining time, then again next week, is this the future of gaming? Is this what companies are going to do? Is just make a basic game, throw it out there, a lot less development going into it, so it means they can ship it earlier with a lot less content, and then you have to buy it and then patch it yourself, download it to your computer? I mean, this is no different than somebody who bought, say, like, Ultima 4 back in the day, or, you know, Ultima 10. You're playing the single-player version. And all of a sudden, you want to go to Buccaneers Den. Well, wait a minute. Buccaneers Den doesn't exist on your game. You have to go and buy Buccaneers Den from the company. Download it, install it to your game, and continue questing in a single-player in a single-player version. Working as a thank you. Yeah, it's it's a stupid volume. Two dollars is one twenty-fifth of the game price. Two horse models is not one twenty-fifth of the game, says Tiroff. It's two bucks for the horses. It is a complete game conks. This is extra stuff that they're putting in. Right. Well, I don't know if it's a good idea. I, I don't know. There are some games that I wished had con had continued, and this is something that I've thought you know long and hard on for the last oh three hours while I was just uh, talking with Mima before going on the air. Is Final Fantasy VII? If that game had had extra stuff to it, I would have loved to have continued playing it. You know, I mean, it's just a game I enjoyed. I would have liked to have seen this storyline continue. You know, Langrisir or Warsong rather. I would have loved to continue playing that game if there were more maps. If it had a hell, if it had a multiplayer uh, option to it, that'd be fantastic. I mean, but even if not, if it's just extra maps, extra scenarios, carrying on the storyline, to me that would be worth it. I'd spend a couple extra bucks to download some new maps, new scenarios, carry on the storyline. Final Fantasy Tactics I thought was a fantastic game. Now, granted, these are for the PlayStation, but with Xbox Live and you know. Sony's online version for PlayStation 2 and everything else they've got, so it's not something that... I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So I guess there are a couple of games that I would go and spend the extra money for. It just depends. What I'm a fear of and what I'm afraid of is the companies are now going to see this and jump on it, and all of a sudden you're going to get half the game that you originally got. The 50 bucks you get is going to be a very basic world, and then you're going to have to drop a couple bucks here, five bucks here, ten bucks here, to get all the stuff that you really w originally would have gotten. The biggest compliment, the biggest thing uh, that I have heard that people love about Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion is the fact that the game world is massive, especially for a one-player game. There are easily 200 hours of gameplay. Somebody do the math. Divide that by 24. Tell me how many days of gameplay that is. Oh, I'm waiting on that. But... What the hell? You push fucking buttons? A monkey do that job? That's like beating Stephen Hawking's at baseball by two points? 
you guys are evil. Divide 200 hours by 24 hours. 200 by 24. Tell me what it comes out to. Like 10 days worth of gameplay? How many of you wackos have like 50 games, 50 days played on your World of Warcraft account? Think about that. That's 50 days of your life that you spent on an imaginary horse running through a virtual world, you know, jumping around, hitting on guys, playing. Oh, so it's 8.33 days played. That's a single-player game. That's not even, like, replay value. That's pretty impressive, folks. And that's what we need more of, I guess, in my opinion. Some of the, in fact, the best games ever played had no online capacity. They had no online module. Didn't require me playing with anybody else. I could, you know, boot it up, play for a few minutes, save it, go off and do something else, come back a week later, two weeks later, pick it up, play when I like, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, you could do that with World of Warcraft or Ultima or anything else. But you know what? While you're doing that, you're paying. You're paying for that time when you don't use it. That's a big difference to me. Speaking of paying for playing, uh, let's go take a look at Darkfall. Oh, there's no upgrade on Darkfall again. So, yeah. <sighs> I'm starting to get worried about Darkfall. I, I don't even look at IRC anymore at this point. It, it's so far gone. Halfway through the show, once you hit the halfway mark, if it's not up in arms and, and, and crazy-ass like nut stuff going on here, it, it, something's out of the ordinary. Synvicta versus Ruggolf versus Tiroth. Okay. I didn't see Skid... No, I think he means Schizophrenic. I don't think Synvicta's on. I think he's working at the titty bar. 200 divided by 24 equals 42. What? Who the hell let Lennon in here in the first place? <laughs> God. No, I'm actually starting to get a little worried about uh, Darkfall because it, you know, we did the beta signups back in, uh, what was it? September? Early September? And it's now April of the next year and still no beta. And no word on it. And no new information coming out. I'm worried. I don't want it to become fucking vaporware. StarCraft Ghost got turned into vaporware. Pretty much. For those of you who had not heard. Would you guys pay extra money? I mean, would you guys pay money for extra content for a one-player game? If it was you. Ruggolf says, isn't silence usually the sign of a dying game? Well, I don't know. It's been in progress for five years, five plus years. I don't know if you can really say it was dying when it never got off the ground. I really hope it isn't. I really hope it's still coming because a lot of the stuff they talk about, I think, is actually... shows a lot of promise. It shows thinking in the right direction. Things like full loot PvP and... Looting people's houses and siege towers and naval battles and what have you. We shall see. I, I honestly don't know. I, I keep checking back there. I check there. used to check there every day. Now I check there once a week. 
if that, to be honest. I have a bunch of guys who who um, listen on there or listen to the show that are on uh, uh, the Darkfall boards. Will let me know if anything you know happens, any kind of development, but nothing's going on. So. Now, pretty much everyone's saying is it, it depends on if it's like a full expansion pack versus like an extra dungeon or an extra island or, you know, a couple extra, you know, monsters. Okay, let me put it to you this way. And I'll use Final Fantasy VII as an example because I think most of us have gone ahead and bought this game and played it at one point because if you consider yourself even, you know, remotely of a, a gamer, you've played it. If Final Fantasy VII came out tomorrow that continued on the storyline, would you play it? Would you buy it? No. Shut up, Baron. Baron's here. Oh, I see. 62 days to go to Rise and Fall. The, the question I'm posing to people, Baron, is if uh, Square Enix came out tomorrow with a downloadable patch to put on your computer to play to that would add on to Final Fantasy VII, would you buy it? Let's say they added a, let's let's say they added a like a new weapon to the game or a new, a new weapon. A dungeon no, I or whatever for like five bucks. Would you pay an extra five bucks to play through that part of it? Depending on what it was, yes. The reason why I asked this is because Oblivion recently did this, uh, or the company that did uh, Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion recently did this. In fact, that they actually made two horses for their for their one player game, and for a buck a piece, give Baron a mic. That's not a good idea. Bad things happen when Baron's on the mic. <laughs> Usually to my stuff. Hey, I only got drunk once. Yeah, and it cost me like almost eighty bucks to get that stupid gravy boat repaired hey, you or replaced. Hey, you told me to do it, pal. I didn't tell you to do anything. You're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I got drunk on the air sometime? I yeah, said, well, next time you're drunk, awesome. we'll put. Let's do it. I said, next time you're drunk, we'll put you on the air. I didn't know it was gonna be like the next day. You bought the drinks. I no, I bought some of them. Your buddies brought over the rest. Hey, you got us some Jack Daniels, and I was happy to go with it. Which you never drank. All you did was drink that Keystone shit. Whatever the hell that... We don't drink what, Keystone. We're self-respecting beer drinkers. Whatever it is you brought over that night. Go by... You guys can go download the... The Baron... Drunk broadcast we did some years ago. Was it two years ago now? I, I don't know. I don't know. Six, six, oh, six? That's horrible. To release it on the 6th of June at 06. That game scares me now, just because of when it's being you know brought out. I like to see him do a new version of Dark Colony. I like Dark Colony too. I thought that I mean I thought the game had some was pretty limited to what it had. I wish it kind of opened up a little more. Baron's not going on the mic tonight. Maybe maybe next week. It's 12 12 45. What? I, you people, it, shut up, Ruggleoff. God. And what is this thing on NerudoFan.com? What is this this pop-up now? I can't get away from it. I don't even think it's in English. It's not. It's in German. Die Daten des Gwieners? Worden Ock Rick to give? I don't know. It looks like a car. But how do I get rid of it? I just want to read the freaking... Haha, you can't even read the close button because it's in German. I don't think there is a close button. Well, even if there was, you wouldn't be able to read it. The international yes. sign of close is an X. Apparently the Germans don't believe in that. 302 scandalate, scandalate. Oh, that's why. Okay, I thought it said scandalation. Like, some kind of scandal's been going on. Apparently that's not the case. The Naruto scandal. Dreamcast being released on 9999. They might as well have been brought out 6606. 
Baron drunk that MP3 is still on my desktop. Wow. What was that? What I think what was it Bubbles or or one board Coleman or some wacko job like that had like all my broadcasts for the first four years, or first three years saved on his computer. Yeah, I mean like every one. Yeah, look what happened to him. Went off the deep end, never to be heard from again. Thank God. Alt F4. That'd be a good show name. Is Alt F4? Think about that. Oh, I, I'm deep in thought about it. Right I'm, I'm sure you are. Anyways, all right. Last topic of this evening I want to get to before we get out of here. A couple of weeks ago, you heard me ranting and raving, like I said. Ember ranting on something uh, about Star Force, the Actually, company I that I was like, interrupting you last week, kind of like I am now. <laughs> I said a couple weeks ago, Dick, if you've been listening, and you're like five feet from me, you're still not listening. The microphone's over there. Get it. On. Just put it on. I think it's underneath my Charlie Fry football. I had a football autographed by Brown's starting quarterback, Charlie Fry, we hope. At any rate, a couple weeks ago, several weeks ago, I was uh, complaining about Starforce, the copyright protection company that uh, is doing copyright protection for games and software. And so they had recently given out the a link to a pirated website or a site that was um, had a, the pirated uh, game of was it Galactic Civilizations 2 saying that because the company decided not to put a, a copyright protection, that they were just asking to get pirated and were helping the general community do it. Assholes. Well, after their half-assed apology and the fact that nobody bought it, recently, it turns out, that gamers don't like Star Force much better than, well, the gaming companies themselves. Recently, and in fact, let me bring this up here uh, for your listening pleasure, and I want to thank Idiotech for sending this to me. Uh, he linked me to AussieGamers.com or AusGamers.com or something like that. Or AU gamers. Aussie gamers. Yeah, it's freaking Australians. They're like Koreans, but without the slant eyes, they don't like play a, as much. Is there like a picture of a kangaroo behind a computer on it? No. With a it's like a no. It's like a koala bear with like a switchblade <laughs> and a Foster's. Okay, I can't get the Aus gamers right now. In fact, I think I spelled it wrong, but that's all right. Look, the point is this: some guy is suing Ubisoft, UBI Soft, because apparently they use Star Force. All right, that's not out of the ordinary. What apparently is out of the ordinary is the fact that Starforce downloads spyware to computer. Yay. And on top of that, when you uninstall the game, which of course uninstalls the, the uh, supposedly uninstalls Ubisoft and their their uh, Starforce copyright protection, apparently it doesn't actually uninstall the copyright protection. It remains on your computer, and it continues to stay active, and it continues to send back to Starforce, their company, all the things that are going on your computer. All the games you're playing, all the files you're downloading, it's like a, a key coder or a key logger. It's sending back all the information. It does the uninstall. So some guy manned up, hired himself a lawyer, and now is suing Ubisoft and Starforce for false advertisement, invasion of privacy, and the fact that the game uh, does not uninstall itself and uninstall the software when it's supposed to, or when it says it does. It remains on the computer. And you actually have to go, it, it, what it does is it actually creates a hole in Windows XP, and it becomes a security breach. Which means if anybody knows how to manipulate this, and oh, I hope I'm not throwing this out to you pirates out there. I'm not talking about the ass pirates like Tiroth, I'm talking like the, the wares pirates, okay? You can actually hack into Windows XP through that and get in to somebody's computer and steal all kinds of personal files and anything else you wanted to. GG, Starforce. Aren't isn't that what you're supposed to be preventing? I hope the hell they get their pants sued, went sued off when they go to into <laughs> shut up. I hope they get their pants sued off when they go to court. Look, I'm all for 
intellectual property, you know, copyright and protection. Okay. Yes. I, well. All right. Let's say for the sake of argument that I'm all for this. Oh, bruned. I think he meant burned. You got bruned, man. I don't know. I know who got broomed. That was the twins. They got swept. Z Money saying, "Is it just like Blizzard, the news uh, submitting non-personal data when you get past all that?" No, 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 no. This is personal data that they're sending. This isn't, and I'm not entirely sure that's legal either. Me personally. Keep in mind, most spyware is actually open on the open market too. Well, this stuff is, is stuff that it's not supposed to be spyware. That's the problem. They're saying it's one thing and it's doing another, and it's supposed to be removed. But how terrible is it when you get made of barren? At least we know proper English. Yeah, I. I think he meant to say when you're made fun of, Baron. Made fun of by Baron. Way to go, Mecca. Yes, I fear for our country's future. Because he's it. So is Tiroth. Maybe Canadian isn't looking that bad. Ah, well. American minor leagues. <laughs> God. Read my corrections, nubs. Yeah, you wrote Baron with a small b. By Baron. Okay, get made of by Baron, small b. Yeah, okay, we read your corrections, and your corrections suck worse than the original sentence. It's like two different... What? It's like... You're terrible. Baron is father? I don't know. This is getting out of hand. IRC got out of hand a while ago. <laughs> you should see this spam. I, I wish I could take some screenshots. In fact, I probably should. Them like swearing at each other and cussing each other out because 22 by 42 equals 200. I asked you how much 200 was divided by uh, 2040 came with 42. Doesn't even make any sense. So Lennon sucks at two things gaming and math. Only one of those actually gets you through life. What does that tell you? You need to go back and watch Barney some more. What's this very best of Sega? Uh, It's the very best of Sega. It's a CD, music CD. Music. No, it's not games. Your Jim Rome CD. My Jim Rome CD. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was my original attempt of coming in here. Oh. Uh, it's in dance, there somewhere. Dance Revolution soundtrack. There's like I got like you five or six of them. There's like five or six of them are still in the wrapping, but they're there. I got like Dance Revolution, like uh, like Uber Mix or Super Mix or Max Mix or whatever the hell it is. You know, I went to, I did that to get one song off that stupid soundtrack. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. It's like when I got the Iron Eagle soundtrack to get the Pointed Sisters song. Or Twisted Sisters. Wasn't there. Like I've assholes. The, I've got the Twisted Sister greatest hits for, for Well, I got the song yeah, now, but the time I bought it, that, you know. So what happens when you want the song, but you don't know the name of it. Or it's just like, like background noise, and you go to get it, and it's not there. That's Lennon great. wants a shout-out because it's his birthday today. He turned 15 today, so shout-out to Lennon. Yay. Hey, you're only one step away from puberty there. Buddy. Dude, this guy just walked in. He's like, what is him talking about? Shut the fuck up, Lennon. Way to go. All right. I don't know who the hell is. The guy's named Lennon, and you're doing call-outs for him? Mr. Uh, Pro-America and anti-communist? He's, he's Lennon. He's like a legend, I guess. Most garage capitalism. So, I don't know. Anyway, so it's good to see Star Force uh, getting uh, slapped down and taken down a peg. I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's just started, and I believe it was filed in California. So it's going to be a while before it uh, makes its way up into uh, uh, makes its way to court. But keep in mind, or, or not keep in mind, but um, rest assured we're going to stay on top of that so we can tell you 
it's actually a, a precedent-setting case because so far this is something that's really been unexplored, at least in litigation-wise. If you think about it, what you go I, get? I'm just like, having fun pointing out the, the spelling errors. Driver's license. Licensee. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, it's precedent-setting. In fact, that for the first time you actually have the consumer suing a major gaming company based on this on the the copyright protection that they're putting in instead of the other way around instead of you actually having you know these copyright companies and these these companies trying to quote unquote protect their intellectual property suing the hell out of of their customers you know this and then if you take into account the Sony's debacle they had a couple months ago uh, releasing the copyright protection that you know prevented people from downloading their music to their IP3 their MP3 players I mean, this is a joke it's time for the consumers of the country to, you know, stand up and, you know, throw some shit at the companies and say, enough's enough. We're tired of this. There are other new ways that an entrepreneur or these companies can make money off of MP3 players. Hey, the best way to do it is offer them on downloads. 50 cents a download, 25 cents a download, any song you want. Hell, even, I think it's like a buck in a couple places right now. Yeah, but a lot of them you're not allowed to keep permanently either. Uh, even if it's not permanent. Well, I know it's encrypted. You know, that's fine. That is fine. Not for me. I want to save the songs I download. Well, you know, and you should, you, okay, let's say you're allowed to save it to your um, computer or you're allowed to uh, download it once to an MP3 player. That'd be worth it. I'd be fine with that. If they want to limit to how many times that thing can jump once it's downloaded from their company, absolutely I'm all for that. And you know what? That'll help prevent a lot of this pirating issue. That and the fact that they continue to sue the different companies like, you know, Bear, Share Bear and... Kaz. I don't even know if Kaz is still around anymore, is it? I have no idea. Let's Anybody know if Kaz is still around? Schizo, you like download nothing but porn. Is it still around? Actually, Mark said they've been dropping the, the music industry's been dropping It's the asphalt? This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Kyper Protection. They're talking about... Coconut monkeys? Yeah, coconut monkeys, asphalt, A-S-S-F-A-U-L-T. They're, they're arguing over the spelling. It's, it's like trying to run a daycare for retards. You got nothing but padded walls and Cheerios. It's terrible. Like, oh, it's asphalt. Hmm. That's a new one. Oh, heaven help me. We all use BitTorrent. Well, see, I don't even know where you go to. Yeah, cause the lights don't run, apparently. I don't even know where you go to get BitTorrent. I just get, like, when I want to download a movie. I mean, an anime. Or whatever it is the hell I'm downloading, I just get the seed, I install it, and then download it. Yeah. Maybe Baron and M should do a radio duo. Like we haven't done those Look, before. buddy, I don't know you've been around for the last oh, five years, but we do it all the time. Go to onesyouwereborn.com, go to the audio section, there's a, uh, like eight or nine audios that are still there over the last three or four years. Download the Baron drunk cast, everybody else has. Or the work sex one. If Baron was M's co-host... I don't know. Maybe we'll try that. I think it's more. It has more of an impact when he's a walk into the back room. Oh, Emp's on the radio. I'm gonna go give some Shit. dumbass, <laughs> smartass remark and get a cheap pop and a laugh from the idiots in the IRC. Hey, they like it. Cosplay sucks because everyone's scared of getting tracked down by the IRAA or the MPAA or you know getting some kind of Trojan. So I'll share anything. Well, and you know what. No, that's the way it is. I, I, oh, here we go. Now we're getting all kinds of torn spy, newnova.org, mininova, the pirate bay. 
know, the music industry could just listen to this broadcast and have, like, their quota for suing... Oh, I'm sure they're well aware of it. Yeah, Baron Drunk and the Orc Sex, orc sex bit. Emporium? That's right, I forgot they, the futuristic sex robots did that uh, song, The Emporium. You set up the bring that for me, by the way. I will. Baron should be, would be more of a sidekick. I never actually said See that? You've been relegated to a sidekick. Hey, boy wonder. What's going on? Now you have an excuse to wear all those gay-ass tights you've got in your closet. Whew. I was worried there, because I honestly thought I wasn't going to come. The M. Baron Alt-F4 show. Besides, it's only gay if you come. Shit. <laughs> What's that from? We made it up. Oh, all right. All right, I'm out of topics. That's all I had tonight. This this is an hour long show. This, I'm out of here. I got st- I have like a dude. Pirate Bay is very nice. I bet it is. I'm sorry, but it's got pirates in the in the title. I'm a little scared of that. I don't want any part of that. Kingdom Hearts. Speaking of pirates, uh, it turns out that um, Johnny Depp's yeah, character, Fat Batman, Baron is Robin and Emperor's like yeah, Batman. Imagine Robin with a drinking problem and Batman about. 60 pounds overweight and you pretty much got Yeah, this. like pushing on, like, what? 200 pounds now. What's the, what's the name of it? Was it it's Jack what? Johnny Depp's Sparrow. character. Jack Sparrow. He is in Kingdom Hearts 2, I guess. He has a couple brief cameos. Apparently, he doesn't do the voice for it, but he's in the game. I will never buy Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm sorry, but I think it's one of the signs of the apocalypse when you mix Final Fantasy characters with friggin' Disney. Disney. To me, that's just that's wrong. You know, that's something that you really should abort. To be honest. All right, let's go to comics. You gotta see this, uh, Baron, since he's right here. Uh, what is it? Uh, Seth Puroff. Uh, oh, wait, that's the first one. I want to see that one. I gotta find this thing. On Penny Arcade, for those of you who don't know, who don't you go to Penny Arcade? And I think it, pretty much everybody does. There he is. I don't. Oh my God. Yeah, Seth Puroff. <laughs> Murderous Christopher Robin. Yep. In Summer's Meteor to destroy the Hundred Acre Wood. Anyways, these like uh, this was like one of the more popular strips they've done recently, so they made this into a wallpaper. God, Seth Puroth. You don't really? How you beat him? You don't really? He just gets stuck in the door to Rabbit's house. <laughs> uh, Penny Arcade. What do I do without you? Oh, I know. Find something else. Yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Oh, and the Beast. Yeah, the beast. Yeah, 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 the beast and the Aladdin and that gay fish that swims around with that redhead chick. What, what's her name? Ariel? Yeah. I care. I had no idea what the I care. I'm just rambling. <laughs> Mark 10:13. Thou shalt not mix the Pooh Bear with the Jack Sparrow. It's Sephiroth mixed with... Who the hell let Ruggle Elf out of his cage? Oh, the casting call. Yeah. We're still working on the project. We're in the it's it right now. It's a project that is... No, we're, we're scripting right that's, now. That's... Okay, I'm sorry. They're scripting it now. Yes, thank you. There's actually quite a few projects we're working on that we're hoping to get up. I'm hoping to see at least one of these. Even if one of them, you know, turns out and actually makes it to fruition, I think it'd be kind of interesting. Oh, the parody's going to be hysterical. Of course, people are actually going to have to see the show to actually get most of the jokes. Right, yeah, I know. That's the download... Why, you're basing it off of this show? No, there's... That's oh, that show. Okay. The other one. I got gotcha. you. the second idea I told you about. All right. I understand. 
Anyways, folks, I do have a lot of stuff I have to get done. Actually, uh, this is actually a very busy, busy week for me school-wise. I've got a couple of papers and exams to do, as well as other things going on. Of course, with Easter coming next Sunday, there will be no Emperor's Court next Sunday. Dun-dun-dun. <gasps> I don't know what the hell you're going to do for the next week. So. You'll have to find something else to go ahead and occupy your time. Don't forget, yeah. Tuesday night... I'm not going to play the music. We're just going to go over to Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Remember, we got the Clan 1G Empire at War Night. Uh, Join us in the one, one verse one room. All right. We will make the Ventrilo channel uh, open to the public. We'll post it on the website uh, a little later in the week. And probably tomorrow, being that we're doing this on Tuesday. Uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, we have uh, Warcraft 3. Uh, we're going to have uh, the DOTA uh, for the clan event. Again, open to the public, open to the uh, uh, forum crew if you guys want to stop in and play. Cool. Meet us in Channel 1G on U.S. East. And finally, on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, we're going to have uh, Counter-Strike Source Night. Again, if you're interested, please post your uh, Steam name or your X-Fire name uh, in the forums at onegeareborn.com. There you go. Sorry to bother you and such. You should no. be sorry. Because I've got stuff going on. I'm a very important person. <laughs> it's funny because you're fat. <laughs> Baron Von Gosu, ladies and gentlemen, one, the only, and be glad of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll talk to you later. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody. No smart-ass catchphrase or gimmick, anything you want to say before I end this? In the three and a half years we've been, you've been doing this with me on occasion, every single time I throw it to you for the last comment, you've got nothing. Dead silence is your gimmick. Throw it to me? Yeah. That's right. Throw it to you. Dead silence. That is what you got. I, I got nothing. Goodbye.